breaking. The fourth wall. Again. For you. Because I love you. Welcome back to Mind Wave. I thought I'd do something different today. I'm not gonna give you my resume. Ugh. What I'm gonna do instead is give you my curriculum vitae. Sorry, is that too fancy? <laughs> do not know Latin. The CV. Different way of talking about quote experience unquote it's pretty much the rest of the world that does the CV model it's abbreviated it's bullet pointed it's only really in the US that you find these really stringent you need to dig through your paperwork we are now the IRS. We need, we need to know the exact date that you were hired. We need to know the exact day that you left. We need to know why you left, where you're fired. What was your supervisor's name? That's a resume. Okay. A CV is like, who am I? And what do I do? Right? This is mostly European thing. So forgive me for being bougie. But it's about goddamn time. I got an audio CV. So welcome to that. I'm gonna break down for you exactly what I do, exactly how many hats I actually wear, and why I'm so busy. Why? It might not always be so easy to reach me. And to a lesser extent, what I actually do when I'm not just a drunk podcaster. Because <laughs> I am a crazy motherfucker, and I do drink a lot. And, and that's when I get into podcasting, <laughs> okay? That's not me all the time, <laughs> obviously. I would not be able to survive if that were the case. 
I am a nutcase. I am a cosmic squirrel, but it's only because of how many nuts there are. Start at the top. Hello, fellow meat popsicle of the pale blue dot. My name is Jenner Zeno, and I am the founder and creator, I guess, of Studio Stargazer. What do I do? I am a full-time doggy daddy slash domestic house person. I am the producer and the host of Mindwave and Spirit Wolf, the podcasts. I'm the producer and host of Spirit Monkey and War of One, the Stargazer exclusive podcasts. I am the music composer, the scoring director, the sound designer, the visual artist, the brand manager, the web designer, and the podcaster lead at Studio Stargazer. Right now, I wear all of the hats at Studio Stargazer. I am the writer, director, producer, and lead actor of the Stargazer Imagination Theater. I am the IT director of Studio Stargazer, the Bisbee Tourism Center, BTC, and Stargazer Ranch. I am a shuttle operator and assistant front desk manager at the BTC. I am also the entertainment director, karaoke jockey, social media manager, and event coordinator at the Thirsty Lizard Bar and Grill. I am also the brand manager of Bisbee Hot and Spicy and the imagination director of the Hellfire Challenge Room. I am the founder, co-founder, and chief designer of Element 29. Gifts and Apparel. I am also the founder and acquisition specialist of Pieces of Earth, the new geo sample shop 
that is just now coming online. That is what I do with my time. Okay? I do a lot. I hear from half a dozen people I'm trying to coordinate with on a slow day. I know it's very easy to get lost in the moment with me because I'm full hog, I'm fully invested in anything that I'm doing and the rest of it kind of fades away. Focus is actually one of the themes of consciousness that appears in UI 86. I wear all of the hats. I always have. But I shouldn't have to. Or try to. Rather. Because nobody can do all of those jobs. That's like eight full-time jobs. Nobody can do that. The only reason that I can, that I have the time and the energy to be able to do that is because I don't have a fucking job. Because I had one and I said, I don't want it anymore. This was part of the cliff dive that created the new mind wave. I was like, yeah, I have a full-time job. It's government paid. I have full benefits. I said, you know what? This job makes me feel like shit. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to go do that. Saying, I want to come do this instead. So that's what I chose to do. I knew this was a fork in the road. I knew I would never be able to turn back if I chose this path. There is no getting a job, okay? There is no going to wipe down sticky tables at Burger King. There is no late night shifts at the convenience store. There is no going back to hospitality, frankly, because that's what I did for a fucking decade. I was the most epic front desk manager that just about everybody who I ever worked for ever had. That's what I did for a long time. People compliment me on how good I am with my voice. And I'm like, well, I've had a lot of practice <laughs> talking. Um, let's shift. This is an interesting shift point. Because guest services 
is the expertise that I have as far as the market is concerned. Because I dipped my toe briefly in retail. I hated it. I worked in food and beverage. Guess what? I also hated it and was stressed all the time. I found guest services the next level uh, above customer service and fell in love with that. And it really taught me the difference. How to communicate better. Conflict resolution. Um, You're home. Because I have not always been good at that. I'm still not great at it, but I'm a lot better than I used to be. As I've mentioned, I'm sure at least once or twice here on Mindwave, I am somewhere on the autism spectrum, and communication was very, very difficult for a long time. High school was worth the cauldron started to get mixed up with all of the magical alchemy ingredients to try and wrap something. Hospitality is where I learned how to communicate genuinely and most effectively. But I still didn't find the value that I needed from a job. Even if it's paying all the bills, I don't care about the bills. I care about being fulfilled, right? Spending my time meaningfully, not wasting my life, breaking my back at something I might not even be good at um, to make somebody else rich. When I started getting better at conversation outside of the workplace was really when I, when I started Mindwave. This is when it was like conversation is an art and personality is an art. That's why I mentioned breaking the fourth wall at the top, because a lot of what I do, especially here on Mindwave, it's a personality or (laughs) multiple personalities (laughs) I've conjured that have become kind of canon over the years. The one thing that I just absolutely hated about the service industry is that whatever personality I conjured had to be fake. It had to be presentable and professional. 
But it had to be fake. It couldn't, it couldn't be the real me. No way. That would never sell. Welcome to hell. If you're a creative mind trying to navigate the landscape of the 21st century job market, trying to find something for you to do. I refused. When I took that cliff dive, when I said no more, the, the main thing was that I do not ever want to have to be fake ever again for social points. I don't want to have to be fake ever. I think it's fucking bullshit and I hate it. So I'm not going to do it. I don't care if it costs me the high paying job working for a corporation. I don't care if they give me a corner office and a fancy company car. I don't fucking care. If it requires that I am fake and bullshitty for a living, nope, <clears throat> not gonna do it. So as extravagant and colorful as I am on this show and elsewhere in real life, it's because, hey, that's the real me, you guys. I don't have an on-air and off-air personality. Uh, that's me. I, I haven't had a bullshit filter in a long fucking time. And that's something important to remind people of every so once in a while. So that's what today's episode is about. I secretly kind of hate that I have to do this. But I do. That's one of the hats that I have to wear. Is being my own CV, sharing my curriculum vitae. This is why the closest thing to a social media presence I have is LinkedIn. Okay? I don't have a Facebook. Studio Stargazer does not have a Facebook presence. You know who does have a Facebook presence? My dog. My dog can have a Facebook page. I don't want one. I don't want to deal with 
those notifications every day. I don't want to deal with the timeline of bullshit and misery and increasingly shitty memes. What a waste of time. I don't have much to share. I've tried to make that pretty clear. I am turbo fucking busy. I have to focus. Sunlight to a fucking laser. Okay? To a lightning bolt. Focus. Strike. Because as fucked up as it sounds, I know I'm a way more fucking powerful. So a lot of what you guys have witnessed is me breathing life into the dream. And I almost do that with fire. And it's not wildfire. It is cosmic fire from space. It is interstellar. It shines for billions of light years before it hits your face. It's called Studio Stargazer for a reason. Another interesting shift point. Something that I feel is worth mentioning. Something I should make explicit. There is a spiritual component to my work. There is a spiritual component to that decision to leave the job and to stop doing jobs. To try to start creating jobs, better ones. I don't just want to be one of the handfuls of amazing voice talent that Nickelodeon rings up on the phone when they got a new cartoon in the shoot. Me, personally, <laughs> probably more Adult Swim, let's be honest. But that's what I'm saying. It's not just that I want to get paid for that kind of work. I want you to get paid for that kind of work, too. Because it's worth something. It actually pays a lot. And if that's something that you want to do with your time, instead of sit at a desk for 40 hours a week and hate your life, I am trying my best 
to create the lifeline. Weaving fucking ropes and throwing them down. And anybody who comes in, you gotta climb. We will pull you up, but you gotta fucking climb. Alright? Because time... I mean, I've said... Time is a meaningless void. Which is true. But as far as human lives are concerned, it's an hourglass. You only get so much. There's so much up here slipping through that tiny little hole to the bottom. I'm at that point in my life where I I feel like they call this the midlife crisis. When you're like, oh no, there's only half left. And I suppose I'm maybe blessed that I came to this realization in my early 30s as opposed to on my deathbed. This is who we are, humans. This is what we do. This is how we built civilization. That's what I want to do. And you're goddamn right. I am a master builder. And so are you. You just haven't realized it yet. Because the world is too loud. Because the shit that the world wants you to care about is too loud. It drowns out that voice. The one inside reminding you of who you are. and what kinds of things you want to do with your time. What gives you joy? What are you good at? What is your passion? Don't hide it. 
share it with the world. Because you, you are an artist. And that is one of the most valuable, precious things you can be in this world. Those are the names that go down in history. Not the dipshits who worked at Burger King their whole lives to finally make general manager and still be fucking miserable and not be able to feed their kids. This is where the thing formerly known as the Yang Gang and I split ways. Most of the Yang Gang was just focused on getting a universal basic income for everyone, period. I agree. I think we should have a UBI. It's not enough. UBI is a new ground to stand on that will enable new artists and entrepreneurs, new master builders to create monuments for the future. It's not enough to just say, hey, government, give me a thousand dollars so I can be lazy and sit on my couch. Yang Gang, to a large degree, y'all miss the fucking point. Of course, we don't want people living in poverty, but that's not a problem for the government to solve. That is a problem for us to solve. Because each one of us, each and every one of us has fucking value to the world. We just need to, we just need to, I don't know, make it easier for people To follow their dreams. To get out of that toxic fucking hellscape that nobody likes living in. Can we all agree? Nobody likes this. This age of men that we are living in. Nobody is excited to jump out of bed in the morning and go to work. Unless they do something like this. They jump the fuck out of bed when they want to. Not on the schedule. They follow their passion, their desires, their dreams. They manifest things into reality. 
This is true freedom. And we want this for everybody. Because the second people don't have to worry about bills and all the crap that they have to do to bend over backwards to pay the bills, the second that that weight is off their shoulders, they're gonna fucking fly. Do life. Do some people just wanna lay back on the couch until they die? Yeah, maybe. Our job is to inspire them because inside that mind is something special. That person might play guitar. They might like painting. They might just write down their thoughts in a journal and think it's nothing, think it's bullshit. Just do it for themselves. Studio Stargazer is here to demand that if you have something special, share it with the world. If you're like me, you probably think, I ain't shit. Why would anybody listen to me? Why would anybody want to buy my art piece? I need to smack that shit out of you. Anytime you say it. I need to smack that out of your mouth. Don't say that. Not here. No, 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 no. Try not. Don't. So this has been a crazy episode of, uh, I don't know, who, who the fuck is running the show? Uh, I am, and despite what many people probably think, I am sober most of the time, but when I come into podcast mode, I love to drink and have fun, because of course I do, why the fuck not, that's okay, hello, uh, the bar, the tavern have been uh, some of the oldest places to go on earth for entertainment for a fucking reason. Hello. Oldest profession on earth. <coughs> Except for the other one. <coughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Um, yeah, I have a, a vocal uh, actor's demo reel thing coming out. I thought I should do a CV. Um, I ain't doing a resume. I ain't looking that shit up. I don't know what my fucking income was last year. I don't know. Zero. <laughs> but uh, I think it's important for you guys to hear more of this kind of stuff from me as opposed to just being a ranting and raving podcaster who's like, let me fuck your dick! Because, like, <laughs> those are those are characters that I go into, but the, it is real, okay? Like, 
in in the way that like yes all of those little puppets live in my crazy skull and i've just kind of gotten used to it i'm owning it i know i'm a crazy motherfucker <laughs> who likes to drink and i'm saying and there's nothing wrong with that um if anything it makes me more powerful Ooh, the power Power of the dark side uh, only exists with light, kids, because it is only in the darkest skies that the stars shine most brightly. Thanks for listening. So here's the thing. If you enjoy the difference, the production quality, the scoring, if you like having a podcast that feels like a Marvel movie, you're welcome. That shit's not free. <laughs> to be able to do those kinds of things, especially for me, I am living in poverty, but I do not have a cardboard sign. I don't even have a guitar case. I have a fucking cello case. Do I own a cello? Technically, yes, but I can't play it, and I didn't bring it today. But if you're wondering why I'm here, you got to hear some Eye of Odin at the end. Pass the stars. Pass the stars. This is Harvest Bounty. The rest of the music in this episode is from the epidemic artist, Joe Wandrini. Now, I'm saganing myself. Joe, J-O, Wandrini, W-A-N-D-R. I-N-I One of my favorites Um, I have a small handful of favorites I'm sure by now you all know Bonnie Grace Uh, which is now She's now a staple on interstellar frequency But I wanted to take this 
uh, audio CV. Let's get to know me. Um, today it felt like Joe Mondrini. I was going to go with J.H. Coleman, uh, who is my wolf animal, but uh, Joe felt better, and I hope that this episode gave you um, context like a Christmas sweater. (laughs) Shit. So here's the shitty reality survival-y part in which I will conjure J.H. Coleman. Here's the shitty reality part. Our license, the studio's license to Epidemic Sound where we are pulling these crazy soundtracks and sound effects from all the ones that aren't mine because I'm very happy to use mine but I don't have enough time to create every possible landscape of the imagination epidemic is fucking amazing that this is not a paid plug. However, however, I got an email about my referral link. If you use Studio Stargazer's referral link for Epidemic Sound, you will get a free 60-day free trial. Um, Epidemic, give me some fucking money. Check the uh, description, the episode uh, description for the referral link for Epidemic Sound. If you would like to try it out and have some of these epic artists to uh, score your own amazing spoken word pieces. Epidemic is great. Again, they've never paid me a penny for saying that. I'm saying this is somebody who found a really rad fucking platform um, that exists basically to fulfill my every need for any mood. I always search by mood on there. I never go to like artists I'm never looking for specific people unless it's Bonnie Grace J.H. Coleman Joe Andrini I mean those are uh, top of the cushy I pull from cushy just tons (laughs) Uh, stay tuned for spirit wolf Uh, that's gonna be fun but Here's why I'm bringing up that whole, hey, yeah, use our referral code um, and you can try it out for 60 days for free. That license that we have, which is 200 something a year, 200, 300 bucks a year for a full commercial license, which means that any studio Stargazer podcast 
has full range, full license to do whatever the fuck they want on Embedemic. Um, get whatever they want. There's a gigantic music selection across the entire spectra. A multi-dimensional spectra plus sound effects. Um, that's where we pull most of those unique, unique, very specific sound effects for uh, some of those sound design sequences that go into the, like the theater pieces, for example. Because a lot of the stuff we will pull directly from the Apple library. If I just played those in a row, you guys would recognize a bunch of those. Is like, oh, I've heard that before. A lot of those are Apple sounds, like legacy Apple sounds, Logic Pro sounds. Um, but having Epidemic has is the thing that transformed not just Mindwave. It also transformed Fred's Front Porch. It also completely transformed uh, the Stargazer Virtual Community Theater, which ended up um, being dissolved in a vat of acid, like a 300-pound gummy bear, to create Stargazer Imagination Theater, which is very much also powered by Epidemic. Interstellar Frequency is powered by Epidemic. The Lion's Den is powered by Epidemic. Ribo on the Free Flow is powered by Epidemic. Teo, uh, the Free Flow artist who I don't think you've heard yet. Maybe you have. Maybe you're one of those select few who heard Sneak Peeks of Tail. Um, he's epidemic-powered. We are losing the license for that this month, and I'm leveling with you. I do not have enough uh, to re-up to make sure that the whole studio has that for another year, to make sure that everybody has access to to that kind of music and sound to create their shows. Um, I started to go fund me for the first time ever. And it's not a fucking charity. It's not a cardboard sign. It's not saying, feel sorry for me. My grandpa has cancer type of a message it's saying if you want something like this to exist this studio that is empowering so much of the fucking creativity i don't want to have a laundry list of creativity to do for other people okay i want to make run and maintain the engine that feeds and fuels and enables so much of this other creative content. And this is different. I'm not asking for donations here. This GoFundMe is... 
I mean, the best way that I could think to frame what we're doing, but really we're looking for investors. We're looking for people who see what we are doing at Studio Stargazer and want to help that keep going. You better trust that if you are that kind of investor, then your name is going in the credits or whatever pseudonym you want to credit yourself or your enterprise as. That's getting listed in the credits because you are making it possible. You're getting a fucking very fancy gaming chair at the boardroom table of this imagination cosmos experiment that we are conducting here. This is a very different kind of fundraiser. It's been up for a couple weeks. It's earned zero. And not a penny. And I'm blaming that on GoFundMe because GoFundMe's fucking stupid. I would much rather you send a direct... If you're one of the people who wants to help, send a direct donation through studiostargazer.org slash support or just go to the site and click on support. There are many ways to support the show on a one-time basis or you can jump on Patreon and I think we're nearing like a hundred individual audio clips uh, of unique only found on Patreon exclusive uh, shit. So there's already a gigantic fucking bucket of shit. Uh, if you want to become a new Patreon person, uh, but obviously our visions for the future are much larger. So we're <laughs> we ain't stopping for no one. All right, for no one, we ain't stopping. So the the Patreon exclusives are gonna go through the fucking roof. Um, right now, as I mentioned in my CV, I am running spirit monkey and war of one spirit monkey is like the crazier after showier version of mind wave that you should have to pay five bucks a month for if you want to hear those fucking crazy shows um war of one has been in the sketchy development stage for a long time but once we actually started digging deep enough to get the stuff that we really needed for war of one it got a little too deep and a little too uncomfortable and for a lot of people myself included a little too vulnerable for public release or even premium podcast release so i have to think or rethink how I'm going to treat those sessions. I think that ultimately the War of One sessions need to be off air, um, not recorded, still virtual, 
the more that I think about War of One, the more that I think that like that these conversations need to happen. But I think I need to take the recording component out of the out of the equation. Um to give people freedom to be themselves and not worry about what people are going to think and then if we do have any recording sessions for War of One then that's a deliberative sign-up activity that people within the group can go, I want to share my story um, in a War of One episode. But the, the the fundamental purpose for War of One being there is is just to be there for each other and to be able to have those hard conversations. Um, and and again, since we're in the spirit of breaking the fourth wall, and just, I'm I'm reve- I'm the magician revealing his tricks here. War of One is targeted. Uh, if we have a target demographic it's men it's men dealing with issues uh who were taught that boys don't cry and that they're not allowed to have feelings um it's specifically for them that's what it it started almost as a kind of virtual support group um, of one, I I was just the uh, Bob Rossi and okay boys, um, let's talk about our feelings today here <laughs> in the jail. <laughs> now, Big Mike, why did you stab little Timmy in the neck? <clears throat> uh, yeah, it totally started as like uh, prison therapy. And I need to keep those spaces open, uh, particularly for people to join who aren't like, let me jump on a recording, you know? And this is what the power of Discord is. I haven't done enough Discord plugs here, but Discord's fucking great for that. Um the studio stargazer.org discord server is tits all right there's somewhere for everything and i want to make a a voice channel um just for war of one meetings and they're going to be like therapy uh sessions support groups support group is a better uh better frame and that's everywhere from I mean nothing's nothing's off limits here because we it's war of one we're talking about the battlefield so I I do intend to have you know wounded warrior level shit happening in these groups and I think the safest way to do that is just to make it very clear that it's not being recorded. I'm not recording it. 
This is just for us. This is just for us to be here together now and have these conversations. And I think Discord is the best way to do that. Because that's, you know, very members only. You know, you gotta... It's only the people who are in the room who are gonna hear it. So... Um, Discord's a phenomenal tool that we have not utilized enough. All of the theater workshops are going to happen in Discord. Um, as far as real time goes with multi-party, you know, if we're doing a one-on-one recording session type thing, that'll probably happen on Zencaster. But that that is... As far as communication with the studio goes. Because I know the site is still not where it needs to be. It's getting closer. It's getting better. But as far as how the site exists in the digital realm. um, As far as the studio exists and has an avatar in that universe that you can engage with, it's Discord. I That was a gigantic tangent and a very long way of saying that War of One is, needs to change. Because I've I piloted that on Mindwave um, as the kind of show that I wanted it to be. And once I started collecting content for it, I was like, oh, this is way too heavy for a podcast. I think this might even be too heavy for like a premium podcast, for like a subscription podcast. I think it the, the level that we're getting to, I think it really needs to be private we need to provide a private space for that and then have the premium exclusive show thing be opt in like people can sign up like a school play um to be in it and everybody who auditions gets to be in it i mean obviously there's a zero barrier to entry but I need makes me feel kind of weird to say this, but I need I fundamentally need to create a new space for men in particular to talk about their feelings. A new brotherhood, if you will. It's part of my spiritual awakening. There's always been a spiritual component of why Studio Stargazer's here and what it's doing. I lived my whole life as a a functional atheist. You know, particularly the adult parts about, you know, after being cast out of the church... But there is something deeper going on here that is beyond awesome entertainment. Uh, 
because a lot of what I put my energy towards as far as the studio is concerned is like what's going to be fucking awesome entertainment. Like who's who's going to enjoy this? So I listen back to everything before I release it. Like I, I put myself in the audience for a minute. You know, like what kind of show do I want to listen to? It's them both, both parts. So I forgot, <laughs> I forgot why I uh, decided to break that down with the whole mind wave, spirit wolf, spirit monkey, war of one thing. Um, <clears throat> I will not be taking on any other new shows anytime soon. I do want to pilot possible minds. I will probably do that on Mind Wave instead of making a new show for it. Uh, bunches of shows have been piloted on Mind Wave. Uh, some of which still exist and are no longer studio shows. Some of which, a lot of which, no longer exist at all. Um, tons of crossover things have happened. Relationships that are continuing. Uh, relationships that have since dissolved. It's nature in motion. This is natural selection. So, there is a natural selection process operating on the studio. So, if you're somebody considering coming into this universe, if you will, you should be aware of that. I I don't make the rules here. Um, nature does. But I I guess I'm the enforcer of the rules because, you know, I built the goddamn studio out of bubblegum and scotch tape and cardboard and twigs. Motherfucker, like, uh, no, this is, uh, maybe a better f metaphor would have been pillows and blankets with dining room chairs and Christmas lights, because that's really how it feels, um, and that's how the studio feels. If you're ever fortunate enough to visit the studio, it feels like a blanket fort with Christmas lights <laughs> on purpose. But, yeah, this concludes my CV. Who am I? Why am I here? What do I do? Why am I doing it? Um... I'm trying to change the world ever so ever so feebly and ever so humbly trying to change the content world 
and what people think they're capable of because people are capable of way more than they think they are and I have uh, hundreds of hours of content to prove that it's not a baseless assertion I have uh, hundreds upon hundreds of hours of recorded and produced content to prove that point. I had to prove it to myself first. Then I started convincing other people that they were capable of it too. And the evidence is there. The evidence is clear. Okay. This is why I never worry about haters. This is why I never worry about people trying to cancel me for my opinions. Because the evidence is fucking clear. It's right there. It's written in the goddamn stone. Carved 10 million years ago. I'm gonna go raw more. Um... Because it, well, obviously it's easier for me on the production end to where I don't have to score in sound design and things. But it also makes it more personal. Because um, again, cycling back, this is the real me. Um, you are getting, <laughs> you are in my personal space. Here, I'm letting you into my personal space as an exercise in self-improvement <laughs> and home improvement. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tim Allen reference? Horrible. But um, I have pretty much always referred to this as a raw dog in it so uh, you will probably start getting a lot of raw dog shit on Mindwave uh, I do occasionally now cut and slice especially sensitive raw pieces of raw dog shit uh, and I'm creating a new, um, for like the mini, mini clips. I'm working towards clip shows and stuff. I'm trying to make Mindwave more of a clip, clip show of everything that's happening. And subscribe. <laughs> but I'm still going to give you some long form. I think that needs to be... <sighs> That needs to be raw dog, because uh, I think that's where you're going to get the best. Or realist version of me is in, is in the raw dog. <laughs> oh, so gross, but I love it. <laughs> Dirt, the musical, uh, delayed by a month or so. It's fine. Dirt the Musical is going to be amazing. UI86 has been greenlit. 
recording sessions are starting this weekend and going into next week. And as soon as I confirm that we have all the pieces, production is go, which uh, the whole production itself is probably only going to take 48, 72 hours, something like that, maybe. Once we're sure we have all the pieces, I'm going to knock that out real fucking quick. Because getting the the ideas sketched out, getting them in place, getting the characters nailed down. Nobody goes... Think of your favorite show. Alright? Nobody goes into making the show with two-dimensional characters. Any show worth a shit... The characters are the most important part and they're deep and you learn more about them and you that's why you care about those characters and that's why you love them or hate them because uh, they're so evil. The bad guys are just easy to hate. And fuck, character development is goddamn everything. So uh, character development on UI86 has been insane. Um, but a wonderful wonderful beautiful process and I'm thankful for every single second of it and uh, anything that isn't used in the in the production will be available as behind the scenes behind the curtains audition pieces etc etc awesome fucking bonus content is what I'm saying awesome fucking bonus content is one of the things that I want to really develop not just for Mindwave but for all of the shows and if you support Mindwave which is the studio stargazers official wing for that you will get all of the other bonus content that is that I make anyway for all of those other shows all of the crossover episodes all of the behind the scenes crap with all of the other shows all the other people in the network they all have their own Patreon channels if you only want to hear the ones that they got Because they have those episodes too. That's how it works. If I do a crossover episode and I produce it, I have it for my Patreon and you have it for yours. So people can support you and they can hear that. Sure. Or they can support the studio and they can get all of it. And I mean all of it. Anything that I do. There's a shit ton of Stargazer karaoke on there. That is probably going to get turbo copyright flagged. To absolute hell. So to avoid a lawsuit. I will probably. Start putting a 24 hour timer. On the Stargazer karaoke. Exclusive tracks. Because those are just fucking delightful. Obviously so much fun. To record karaoke. Um, but those, 
I don't think are going to stick around on Patreon for much longer. But the Mindwave Patreon is is all of it. It's the whole fucking enchilada. So there's a good dozen episodes, I think, of War of One on there. There's a good dozen episodes of Spirit Monkey on there. Uh, a good dozen Stargazer karaoke tracks on there that are going to go away very soon for uh, prophylactic reasons. But anything that I produce, which there's going to be tons of fucking crossover shit happening. Crossover shit is the best place to create bonus content. Because then both parties have the bonus content for release on their own platforms. Right? Goes to everybody. And then, like, me as the studio, it's like all all of that is in one place. So for one low price, you can come to studiostargazer.org and uh, go, wow, isn't this an amazing adventure? And then you can head to patreon.com slash mindwave and pay five bucks a month for a universe membership, which gets you access to damn near everything. There is some uh, higher shelf shit happening in there, but I want the $5 tier to be like the all-access, all-inclusive, lanyard, water park, you get a locker key, flip-flops, towels, sunscreen. Are you feeling the metaphor? <laughs> but if you want the VIP lounge, um, there's going to be some VIP level shit happening there too. But anyway, anyway, I feel it's important to do both, um, all three actually do the art part of the scoring and the sound and the music and the performance part uh, to second part of the triad explaining um, I don't like having to re-explain myself or repeat myself <laughs> or tell you that that weird fucked up thing that I said that you thought was so offensive was actually <laughs> that's like a real deep cut Easter egg level shit for hardcore fans from forever ago. It's a reference to something. <laughs> uh, and then the third part is obviously fucking raw dogging it, bro. Giving people a little bit of that. Raw, crispity, crunchity audio. It's all three. So Mindwave is going to be try to be all three. Give you lots of samples and clippity clips of shit happening elsewhere. But the on, the only reason any of this exists at all is because people support it. 
Okay, we got a handful of Patreon patrons. We have uh, PayPal supporters, people who send us money reliably every month to keep up the cost of what it actually costs to pull something like this off, which is probably a lot more than you think. And again, I don't have a job. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, my job is to inspire humanity with the craziest, most fucked up cosmic fire that I can conjure from my spirit and saying, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. This is what I want to do. It's only possible because of you guys. That's not like a hallmark level gratitude. That is a full awareness orientation level shit that anybody who listens to this and appreciates this content needs to understand. You guys are the ones making it possible. Whether it's a dollar a month, five is fantastic. Um, I spend like $8 a day on cigarettes, so $5 a month for me is not a whole lot. Hopefully $5 a month for you is not a whole lot. Um, that goes huge distances, okay? And if you really dig this shit, I want you to be a part of it. Um, and if you're financially in the spot to become a guardian, then I definitely want you to be a part of it and be seen. Guardian levels 25 a month. Um, sounds like a lot. But uh, I will kill a $20 bottle of whiskey in like three days. So, takes that comparative math and thinking about what you value. If you actually value the time that we spend together virtually. If you enjoy spending time absorbing this instead of the timeline of misery or whatever the fuck else whatever other podcasts you subscribe to um if you're on the like this is the way level thing um <laughs> i might just rename that the mandalorian tier i seriously might right now it's it's called the guardian tier but that's, that's, I think, the highest that I put on there. Um, I don't want any more than that. And, of course, it's like, oh, well, Netflix is only $12 a month, and I can access the Marvel and Disney Plus. And I, look, look. This shit is hand-painted, it is homegrown, handcrafted, 
This is not fucking Hollywood entertainment. It does not aspire to be. The reason that you're here instead of there... (laughs) It is fucking premium. Right? We are pouring from the top shelf here. So, uh, tip your waitresses... Tip your goddamn KJ. BT fucking W dubs. Tip your goddamn KJ if you're having a good time at karaoke. Tip the goddamn karaoke jockey. A lot of times, those motherfuckers are doing it for free just because they like to sing and hear other people sing and help other people sing. And what a better job for me. Fuck. I don't get paid anything for that, but I just love doing it. I love getting shy people to sing because they slay it. They slay it. And I'm like, this needs uh, fucking laser lights and a fog machine. This is amazing. So uh, I use some of our studio stargazer funds uh, to invest in that. Because if you're supporting this, and let me make that really clear. Uh, I do live in poverty. But I survive off of my work work. So if you are doing support port, okay, you're not buying me frozen burritos and bottles of whiskey. If you do support port, on Patreon or PayPal or Cash App or Crypto or UpGoin. However you fucking support the show, that goes to the studio. That does not go to me. I do not take a paycheck from the studio. I never have. Uh, I've gotten a lot of bills. (laughs) But uh, since I'm the one sending them, I I, uh, feel a lot better about ignoring them. Like they're like 10 to 15 grand in the red. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. One day, one day we'll get their kids. Uh, one day very soon. We're getting, we're closer than we've ever been. Uh, to making this a viable uh, concept as far as the market is concerned uh as previously established the market is dog shit it's stupid and shallow but there is a place for what we do um to create you know new lives for people for people i want that for me i've always wanted that for me to just be able to like be an artist and not a starving one. <laughs> so I created Studio Stargazer. And I created it for us. Because I fully intend to come with. But I never really intended to lead because I didn't feel 
worthy of leadership on that. And then I learned from every hero's journey and I was like, well, I have to. I have to lead on this. And I have to be clear about who I am, where I'm coming from, why I'm doing this, what this is. And why it's here. And I have to get better about that. In addition to providing just uh, cosmic tit fuckingly amazing content. <laughs> Which, oh my god. Hmm. Oh, shit's getting good. But um, it's only gonna get better, guys. It's only going up from here. Nowhere to go but up. I love you. I mean that.
inform the lab monkeys that they're lab Regardless monkeys. of the outraged objections often raised by this, it is a fact that whether classified by features or phylogeny, humans and other apes are unassuably monkeys, both by definition and derivation. You're a fucking monkey, mate. Who makes Mind wave. Possible. You do. Heroes. Heroes assemble. Gratitude. Very special thank yous. Phil Ord. Mindwave All-Star. Interstellar Frequency. And the Swoboda Family. Guardians. Jesse Rogers. Rio Baradineer Christy Patterson Lena Miller and Hard Truth Jereen Elkins and Scott Santos, Notable Stargazers, David and Charlene Russell, Greg and Teresa Zeno, Corey Wilcox, Corey fucking call me, where have you been, bitch? Mindwave is produced by Studio Stargazer. You can learn more at studiostargazer.org. Thanks for listening. Studio Stargazer.